Shalom, shalom, and welcome. It's Kenny Russell, Bulldozer Faith, living life in the spirit. I hope you're blessed and encouraged today. And uh, no matter what part of the world that you're watching from, we've got some people watching from Australia. You're already into Sunday. Others are still in the Sabbath here in Israel. It's late in the evening, and uh, what a blessed time and Sabbath rest has been today. Oh, got some noise coming in here. <laughs> Must be a feed pulling from somewhere. Anyway, stop that. Anyway, thanks for joining with me. We are live here from the land of Israel. It is the beginning of the new month. I don't know if any of you saw uh, the post that I put out uh, just to let you know that the new moon was sighted in Israel. Hallelujah. So have a blessed new month as we celebrate, blow the shofars and proclaim the promises of Yehovah. So I just want to take a moment just to give a few shout outs to those who are tuning in. We've got Russell with us in the UK. Good to see you. We've got Lola. Blessings to you. We've got New Day with us. We've got Esther with us. We've got Tia as well. Good to see you, Tia. Thanks for joining with us. And if you are joining with us, I encourage you just write in the comments. If you're watching on YouTube or you're um, on uh, Facebook, just write in the comments. If you're on YouTube, don't forget to put the thumbs up and share the message with others as well. Tonight, you know, I've just really been uh, spending time here in uh, my study just praying and just asking the Father, what direction does he want me to, to go in? There was many things I was, or some key things I was going to talk on tonight. And I just really felt the importance of getting into that place of prayer and that, that we get to that place where we are still before Yehovah. And I'm not going to talk on this scripture tonight, but I just want to uh, share uh, just the, the opening couple of verses of uh, Psalm 40. Um, you know, because, you know, we have got to be in that place where we are waiting before the Father, because it's not about our will or... You know, whatever you do, pray that it's blessed and, you know, God's just going to take care of it. It's all going to be okay. No, we want to be those who are seeking first his kingdom and his righteousness. And as I was pressing in here this evening, I just recognized just the importance of fine-tuning in the spirit. You know, some of you may have noticed, or maybe you haven't. <laughs> I don't post so much on social media these days to what I used to in the past because I want to be in the presence of Yehovah. It, it doesn't matter about, you know, what dinner I ate and, uh, you know, what place I went to or whatever. And those things are all good. And, you know, I'm not against those things, but I'm trying to be in that place where I've reduced the noise of what's going on around me so that I can hear in the presence of Yehovah. So Psalm 40, it says, I wait patiently for Yehovah. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit and out of the mud and the mire. And he set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. And I love that because where is David praying from? You know, where is he? Well, this is not the statement of a word of faith individual. He lifted me out of the slimy pit. What are you doing in a slimy pit, David? You know, out of the mud and the mire, he set my, fa uh, my feet upon a rock. 
And, you know, this is the place we need to cry out. Why, why do we cry out to Yehovah? We cry out from the place of need. And I love what he says at the beginning. It just doesn't look like a, it, uh, it, it works together in the real world. I'm waiting patiently. Why? Well, I'm in the slimy pit, the mud, the mire. <laughs> I'm not in a firm place. But I'm waiting patiently. So it doesn't matter what I'm facing, what I'm going through. I'm waiting patiently. And, you know, in verse 6, it says, Sacrifice and offerings you did not desire. It's not about all your actions and how you can just work up your faith and work up your confidence. But the key is this, but, but my ears you have pierced. My ears you have pierced. You know, I'm a servant before you. I'm in that place where I seek obedience. And this is how I want us to start tonight from that place of seeking him with all of our hearts and and just really pressing in tonight. Because I really believe that this is a, a day, a time where the Ruach HaKodesh wants to speak to you. He wants his word to be alive. He wants you to receive. He wants you to know what it truly means, not just to know how to pray, but how to hear the response and the presence of Yehovah. Hallelujah. So, Father, I want to thank you for this time today. I thank you we can come together around your scripture. And, Father, as we labor over the word, as we labor in the spirit, as we take time to come together in the spirit, I pray, Father, that you activate your word within our lives, that you bring us to a place where we will never be the same. I don't want this week, tomorrow, to be like today. I want to go from your goodness, uh, you know, everything that you have for me. I want to see the fruitfulness of the Spirit manifesting within my life. I want to see your glory manifesting within my life. And Father, for those who are watching and those who are listening right now, that we will have an ear that is pierced, that we have made a decision. You know, obedience is more important than burnt offerings and uh, sacrifice. I want to be obedient. And we also recognize, Father, that obedience is not something that comes easy because the flesh is weak. You know, and we ask, Father, that we will be those who are built and who live by the Spirit so that we can function in the power of your Spirit. So we come before you just like David uh, spoke, you know, from that, that pit, from that place, uh, you know, where it's like, you know, what is this? You know, what do you have for me? You know, I'm in that miry clay and, you know, I need that firm place to stand. And, you know, I love that uh, song, My Jesus, uh, uh, what is it, the... I forgot it now, but it's it's about the 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 potter's hand. You put my feet upon a rock. You give me a firm place to stand. But we recognize who we are. We recognize, you know, who we are in our flesh. But what? But when we get hold of that recognize that that revelation of who we are in the spirit, everything changes. So today we want to come to that place of spiritual alignment. 
Uh, we want to come to that place where we make a choice of the narrow way in Yeshua's name. So we stand upon your word. We, we uh, proclaim your word back to you, Father. Because that's what you call us to do. We, as the body of Messiah, as we come together, we speak forth the word corporately. We proclaim your word together as a people. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, we've got Deb joining with us as well. Uh, thanks for joining with us. And uh, yeah, what a blessing it is just to, to come together around the word and proclaim his promises so the narrow way you know what do we learn from the scripture in matthew chapter 7 where it talks about the narrow way we're going to read from there but you know every one of us have choices to make on a daily basis are we going to choose to enter through the narrow gate are we going to come through that narrow gate or are we just gonna you know just allow everything that this world uh, wants to throw at us we're just going to uh, try and uh, ingest all of the voices of what's going on around the world and i want to encourage you it is so important in these days when technology when there's so much availability man you've got you know, Father Google or Father Yehovah? Are we going to take time to inquire in the presence of Yehovah? Or are we going to take time just to search things on Google? But what is the Father saying? And I want us to be word-based as we press in. Because let me tell you something, when all the electricity goes down, if that day happens, if war breaks out in your country, if, if natural disasters happen, it could be a hurricane, it could be an earthquake, whatever. If, if events happen that what we know in this modern world gets switched off, can you survive? Can you take the scriptures, the word that you have, and can you be sustained in the presence of Yehovah? We are called to be disciples of the King. We need to be led by the Ruach HaKodesh, by His Spirit. So as I was pressing in today, I just really sensed the importance of patiently waiting and, and this is something you know I hit on in different points and you know so often we want to be goal uh, and motivation driven we want to make sure we have all our plans in the right place and this is what we want to achieve and, and here's our 10 points of what we want to go through and that can be good but when it comes to being led by the Spirit what happens if the Ruach HaKodesh wants to speak into your life, but you've got your schedule, you've got things set up? You know, we, we see this in the order of the assembly of the children of Elohim when they come together in this order. What do we see? You know, if someone's speaking and then someone has a revelation, the one who is speaking should be quiet and the one who has the revelation should stand up and speak. So what does that mean? If there's an interruption to your normal day, if there's an interruption to your life, how are you going to respond to that interruption from heaven? Are we going to yield to the Spirit or are we going to say to the, 
the Holy Spirit. Now, you can't speak right now because I've got my schedule. But, you know, I've got my time with you. It's, you know, 6 o'clock in the morning. Uh, that's my time. I'm having my coffee. I'm in my Bible study. So then the rest of the day is mine. <laughs> you know, how many times have you heard people, you know, are you giving God the tithe of your time in his presence? And all those things can sound good. And, you know, look, we have got to be people who are in pursuit in the presence of Yehovah. But here's the reality. God wants everything. And, you know, what did we say in uh, Psalm 40? But my ear you have pierced, burnt offering and sin offering you didn't require. Then I said, here I am. I have come, it is written about me in the scroll, I desire to do your will, O Elohim, your law is within my heart. So this piercing, this, this act of obedience, I want to pull this together in, in Yeshua's teaching where he makes this declaration in uh, Matthew 7 verse 13, enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate, and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. In the midst of crisis, in the midst of, you know, pandemic, and the, the shaking that we are experiencing in the world, what do we need at this time? We need life. We need the life of Yehovah to be within us. We need to receive the life by the Spirit. Yeshua says, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one can go to the Father except through me, as we see in John chapter 14. And what's he saying? He's saying there's only one way. Enter through the narrow gate. It's not just about you trying to work it all out. And, you know, like when we deal with theology and when we deal with opening up the scriptures and, you know, we're taking that time to see how things come together and we want to understand it contextually. We want to know that it's in context so that we are not deceived. And what is the biggest challenge we have right now? The biggest challenge, especially with social media and so much access to so much, is that there is many voices and many people are speaking warnings and urgent this and urgent that. And, you know, I want to encourage you that we are called to be standing upon the solid rock. What is the solid rock? Listening to 300 different opinions or uh, words from so many people. No, the solid rock is Yeshua. And we want to stand upon him. We want to know what it means to stand upon him. And in the midst of this context of what Yeshua is delivering here, it's very interesting what he says in verse 15. So he's talking about that narrow gate. Don't go the broad road. That, that is not the road to life. It's that narrow gate. That's why you've got to be in that place where you are being still before Yehovah. You have got to be in that place where you are waiting patiently before Him because He is the answer. So you can he hear so many answers. And one of the core ways on how I seek to teach when we edify and build the body, I don't want you to come on these 
times of refreshing on the, the, the Sabbaths and the, the Zoom calls and the things that we have, you know, because you, you have this opportunity to be lazy. I don't need to hear from heaven because, you know, you study the word, you just preach the word, I'll just switch on and listen to the word. No, my desire that as we spend time in the word, that you are activated in the spirit to know him more, that you desire to hunger and thirst for righteousness, that you want to get to that place where your spirit is on fire to know the, the, the Ruach HaKodesh and to know the way. Yeshua says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. You can't get to the Father except through me. And this is what we want. We want to be connected to the Father so that we can receive everything that we need to, to live the nourished life in the Spirit here on earth. So, in the midst of, of what we're talking about here in the context of this scripture, you know, before we deal with enter through the narrow gate, what is it talking about? Um, you know, we, we're talking about the key elements of the kingdom, of what you have to understand in the gospel of the kingdom. And it says in, in 7, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, the door will be opened. And what's this talking about? God wants you to experience answered prayer. He wants you to see that this is relationship, that he is walking uh, with you in your life. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone, or if he asks for a fish, will give him a snake? If you then, though you are evil, from the fleshly perspective, you know, in your human nature, you're going to do what is right unto your own flesh and blood, you know, you're not going to respond uh, in that way. But even though, though you're evil and you know how to give good gifts, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask of him? And I want you to go into this narrow gate with this perspective that your heavenly Father wants to give you good gifts. He wants to empower you to be effective for his kingdom to and in this generation. So in everything, it says in 12, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. So, you know, it's not just about self uh, um uh, indulgence. I've just got to get more from heaven for myself, you know, for the unholy trinity, me, myself, and I. No, we don't come to the word for ourselves, but, you know, you have pierced my ear. I've come before you. I am born again of the Spirit. I surrender my life before you, Yehovah. I choose to enter through the narrow gate. This is the way I'm choosing. It's the narrow gate. And I want to ask you a question today. Are you walking on that narrow road? Are you on the narrow way? Or are you in that place of confusion right now where you're so consumed with so many voices that you are in, you're just ineffective 
for the kingdom of Yahovah. And the reason I'm saying that, it says in verse 15, it says, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ferocious wolves. So, you know, you've got these different ways, and then all of a sudden it says, Watch out for false prophets. Now, why does he bring this in? What is so significant about this, you know, what tree are you eating from? Are you eating from that religious tree? Uh, are you are, are you eating from the tree of life or the tree of the knowledge of good and evil? And, you know, he says, watch out for those false prophets. What's he saying? There are people seeking to take you down the wrong road. <laughs> watch out for them. Uh, you know, those prophets, those people that say, this is what God is saying. This is the way you need to walk. You need to listen to what I'm saying and do what I'm telling you because this is the word of Yahovah. And what do we need to do? We need to test. So we don't want to deny the importance of the prophetic, but we've got to test the word with the scriptures. And in Luke chapter 13, it says in uh, 24, you know, concerning the kingdom, it's uh, Luke's version. It says, make every effort to enter through the narrow door because uh, many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of a house gets up and closes the door and uh, uh, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I do not know you or where you come from. Then you will say, we ate and drank with you. You taught in the streets. But he will reply, I do not know you or where you come from. Away from me, you evil doers. Away from me, you evil doers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of Elohim, but you yourself are thrown outside. People will come from the east and from the west and the north and the south and will take their place at the feast in the kingdom of Elohim. Indeed, there are those who are last who will be first and the first will be last. What an awesome scripture we see on the importance of the kingdom. But what do we see? We see the prophets are being mentioned. You didn't listen to the prophets or my Torah. Away from me, you evil doers, you workers of anomia, you without my instructions. And, you know, as we move through this passage here in Matthew chapter 7, watch out for those false prophets. Why? They come with their own agenda. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they're ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from farm bushes or figs from thistles. Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear, um, sorry, a good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by your fruit, you will recognize them. So we want to identify by their fruit which direction we should go in. You know, we want to walk as the body of Messiah. We want to enter in 
through that narrow gate. We need the instructions in accordance with the, the word. We need to be built up to that place that we are hearing the voice of the Spirit, that we are being led by the Spirit. But in verse 21, it says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. So if people are prophesying, living their life for their own end, you know, for what they want, they're not doing the will of the Father. What's the Father saying or what's Yeshua saying here? He says, you're not going to enter in. You, you don't have any part of me. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not do what? Prophesy. Did we not instruct people on what they should do? Prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles. Signs, wonders, and miracles are not the sign that we should uh, follow someone. So what fruits are we looking for? We're not just looking for spiritual fruit, but we're also looking for the fruit of the testing of the word and the standing upon the word um, and also the lifestyle of the individual as well. These things are vitally important. Hallelujah. Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew, knew you. Away from me, you workers of Enomia, you evil doers. You are doing that which is evil. Why? You are not endorsing or building the will of of Elohim. So what's God's will in this passage that we enter through the narrow gate? That we are going where he has called us to go. We are going against the flow of this world. We are proclaiming the kingdom of Yehovah. Verse 24, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like the wise man who builds his house upon the rock, And this goes back to what we just read in Psalm chapter 40. The reason why I'm waiting patiently, the reason why I'm in the place of prayer is that you will lift me up out of the slimy pit and the, the mud and the mire. You're going to put my foot upon the rock. Hallelujah. You're not just going to hear my prayer. You're going to make a way. I'm going to walk in your ways. Why? Because I am committed to being obedient in your presence and in your way. Hallelujah. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like the wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't put them into practice is like the foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. Only what you build in the kingdom will last. Everything else. So, so don't be concerned if your whole world is crashing around you in the natural, but be concerned if you know, you're crashing in the spirit and that's why we need to be aligned. I want to hear the words of Yeshua. What is he saying? Enter through the narrow gate. Come through Yeshua. 
Yes, there's prophets. Yes, there's people who are speaking good things. There's teachers, there's evangelists, there's workers of miracles. You know, we see how the body functions, but more than anything, do you hear these words of mine? That's what Yeshua is saying. Do you hear these words of mine? Are we ready to receive the word? Why? Because storms are coming. The storms come to those who listen to Yeshua. The storms are coming to those who don't listen to Yeshua. But what's the difference? Those who are listening to Yeshua, they are standing upon the rock. They are not going to be shaken. So when everything comes and everything, you know, difficulty comes, challenges come, you know that you can be safe if you're heeding the words of Yeshua. So what's the word of Yeshua? Identify where it is good fruit. Identify where the body of Messiah is so we can walk together in the spirit but more than anything identify the importance of hearing the words of yeshua and this is vitally important this is why bulldozer faith what's our focus living life in the spirit it's not living life together first it's living life in the spirit so we can live life together we need to be those who are built up by the spirit and operating in the holy faith hallelujah um what was that verse i was just thinking about there hold on one second uh, in the book of isaiah um It was the instructions, you know, concerning the coming Messiah that we see in Isaiah chapter 50. It says this in verse 4, The sovereign Lord has given me an, instruct, an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. The sovereign Yehovah has given me an instructed tongue to know the word that sustains the weary. He wakens me in the morning by morning, wakens my ear to listen like one being taught. And this is what I want you to get hold of here today. You can have confidence in the presence of Yehovah that the Holy Spirit will speak to you, that you will hear the words of Yeshua that you will not be consumed with all of the voices and all of the stuff that's going on in the midst of these difficult times. And look, it's not about, well, you know, I'm not personally in difficult times right now. I'm blessed in, in the midst of this whole pandemic. Well, you might be blessed, but there are people who are losing their jobs. There are people whose lives are broken. They're losing their loved ones. People are dying that don't, don't have to die. People are experiencing health problems like we've never seen before. You know, we've got uh, democratic countries locking down their societies with demands. And just look at what's going on in uh, places like Canada, uh, where so many pastors are being arrested. And... Uh, 
you know, just the other day, uh, I'm not sure if it was in the last couple of days, but a pastor was leading his family at home in Calgary and was taken out of his home and arrested and charged for meeting with his family. But because he was having his worship service and they were congregating as a family with his wife and children, he was arrested. And the officer's like, well, I'm just obeying the law. I'm just upholding the law. If you're breaking the law, I have to do this. This is my job. No, we've, we've got a world that has gone crazy. But in the midst of this world gone crazy, what are you doing with your time? Are you trying to work out everything that's happening? You know, uh, how close are we to the end? Uh, panic, panic, panic. No, just know the will of Yahovah. Know his word and get to that place that we can receive by the Spirit. Sovereign Lord has opened my ear and I have not been rebellious. How many people do we know that have a hardened heart unto Yahovah? Because the Holy Spirit is speaking and then they're not listening. Now they can't agree with the word. Now they're separated from the word because they're not in pursuit of him. So how do we get back? You know, and the way we get back is we come back to that place of meditating on the scripture. We come back to that place where we recognize you know, how important it is to meditate on the Word. We need to be like a tree planted by streams of living water. So my encouragement today is let's be kingdom-minded, kingdom-focused. You might be in this world, you might feel like you're in that slimy pit. <laughs> And just, just look at them. Your slimy pit might be the nation, uh, the, the environment that you are in. You know, with all of the crazy stuff that's going on in government and uh, laws and restrictions and everything that we're all facing. But Father, take us out of that miry pit, that uh, mud and, and, and give us a firm place to stand in the Spirit. And this is what I want you to, or I'm encouraging you. I'm not telling you. I'm encouraging you to pray. Father, I want to stand upon the rock. May this week be a, be a week where I see significant differences of what it truly means to stand upon the rock against the flow. And my prayer is that we will see victory in Messiah, that we will recognize, you know what? We have a Father that if we will ask, seek, and knock, <laughs> He's going to give you more than any earthly father could ever bless you or give to you. He wants to answer your prayers. He wants to establish you in His will for the purpose of His kingdom for such a time as this. So what's your life look like in the midst of this so-called pandemic and everything that we're facing? What's your life look like? Is it all in turmoil because you built your life based on the world system? Or do you have rest and peace in Messiah even in the midst of turmoil? David didn't say in Psalm 40, he didn't say, I'm panicking. 
I'm waiting patiently. But in panic, no. He said, I'm patiently waiting. I recognize where I am. I'm in a slimy pit. And it's okay to recognize where you are, what's going on in your environment. But I'm going to have deliverance by the Spirit. And that's what we want, the strategy of the Spirit. Father, what's your plan for deliverance? How can you take me out of the stuff that I'm going through? How can you bring me through? And I know the Holy Spirit is saying, I'm going to put your feet upon a rock. I'm going to give you a firm place to stand. And this is to those whose ears are pierced to obedience to do the will of Yehovah. Those who are responding to the words of Yeshua enter in through the narrow gate. If you enter in through the narrow gate, you are not going to be confused with false prophets and, and those who seek to devour the body of Messiah. But you're going to be pursued, um, consumed with what it truly means to be in His presence and to be about His will and His purpose. So, Father, my prayer today is that you activate us by your Spirit to be obedient to your will. But more than anything, give us an ear to hear what your Spirit is saying. We need to hear from you, Father. We need the instructions. We need the strategy. I'm praying for innovation to come forth at this time. That, that we will see innovative, uh, you know, juices flowing from uh, each and every one of us that, that you know, that in, in the midst of all these changes, that we can use this as an opportunity to see the glory of Yehovah manifesting within our lives. This is the day of fruitfulness. This is the day of blessings, says Yehovah, for my people. If you will seek first my kingdom and my righteousness. Don't worry. Don't be concerned. But wait patiently. So before you go out trying to do the works of Yehovah and excited about being a witness and a testimony to Yehovah, you need to be still before him. Don't leave Jerusalem until you receive power from on high. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Experience the mikvah of the Ruach HaKodesh so that you can have his spirit and his fire to make a difference in this generation. Shabbat Shalom. I hope you're blessed and encouraged with the word that we have shared here tonight. I want to encourage you to share this word with others. Good news as well. We've just released our new newsletter. Um, let me see if I can get the link there uh, for you. I'll post this in the chat. That's our new newsletter. If you don't know, we post newsletters Every single month, I appreciate the work that uh, Esther does in uh, collating things together as well. What a blessing. Um, you can go to Bulldozer Faith. I'm just going to give you the newsletter page as well. If you don't get our newsletters and our updates, I encourage you to uh, go to this page. This will give you access to all of our previous newsletters as well. But you can sign up to stay connected with the ministry and the things that we do. 
I also want to encourage you, um, you know, are you giving into the work of ministries? Are you supporting ministries? I want to encourage you to support Bulldozer Faith. Um, obviously, through this pandemic and everything that's been going on, you know, People have not been able to give the way they've given in the past, and I understand that. And we look at ways how we compensate uh, the costs of running the ministry and the things that we do, and the projects that we have coming up for evangelism, for training, for outreach, discipleship. All of these things take resources, and we just want to encourage you. If you're blessed and encouraged through the ministry and the things that we do, so into bulldozer faith. Why? So that we can uh, make a difference in in reaching more people and and discipling and training people and also traveling and the things that you know we're getting ready to do. We're getting ready to um, uh, do a lot of work within Texas as we set up our new base there and get things established there but we still can't even get out of israel right now so who knows when we're going to start that but this is a good time to sow this is a good time to give into the ministry so i'm just going to post a link here uh, where you can go and give to the ministry and you know this is a very important time in supporting the ministry right now because right now our resources are all the way down to the bottom and we need a top up in the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. And we know that where he leads, he provides. And what a blessing that we can jointly come together and support the work of the ministry. So I encourage you, uh, take a moment, click the link uh, or after Sabbath uh, and just uh, sow your offerings and your gifts into the work that we do. We appreciate you standing with us. Thanks for watching. Until next time, don't forget tomorrow we've got the Zoom call where we get together to pray and we stand uh, upon the promises of Yehovah together and we fellowship together. So thanks for watching. Until tomorrow, Shabbat Shalom. Be blessed and encouraged in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Amen. Happy New Month. Amen.